Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? My drift is registering a strong signal. Hi, we're here. Hello! Hi! Randy? Yes, hi. And Shane is... He's here. Yeah. Sorry, yes. I'm here. Excellent! I'm so glad to finally sync. Yes, us too. Well, I know this is difficult. You are, the both of you, are demonstrating a real commitment to growth by even contacting me. Yes, but There is an inequality here that I can mend. Sorry? Randy has some concerns about moving forward, and you, Shane, want to move forward and are unconcerned. Despite how specific your history is to one another, you have to understand this is as common as the cold. I'm not worried about that. No? No. Dr. Estram, this seems, I don't know, more aggressive than it needs to be. I love Shane. Patty Hearst loved Donald DeFreeze. What is that supposed to mean? Love is complicated. Sometimes love is a trapdoor instead of an elevator. Who's Patty Hearst? The point is, it is possible to find ourselves in situations that we do not choose and our minds supporting decisions we would not otherwise make. Donald DeFreeze was a terrorist. It is not meant as a direct comparison. You think I brainwashed her? Do you think I brainwashed her? No. I apologize. It was a bad... I'm supposed to trust that she has our best interest at her. We both agreed, Shane. Agreed, yes. See a professional, she's in it for the tabs. I fear we may have strayed from the point. I have a solution that I think will solve all of our problems. We're listening, both of us. Okay, Randy, you think that it's possible that you and Shane's relationship exists because... As children, your two families were quarantined together during the corona pandemic of the early 20s. He was the only person your age, of the sex you are naturally drawn to, and as such, you now have questions about the true depths of your feelings for him. But you cannot diminish, nor would I in any way, that he is important, no pivotal, to who you are as a person, both as how you are perceived by others and how you perceive yourself. But this is exacerbated by the fact that neither of you have clear memories of this time, only a vague impression. Do I understand the problem correctly? Yes. Yes. Shane. You suffer from the same common trauma. I'm not suffering. But the inverse reaction. You also cannot account for large chunks of your life during this period. But instead of questioning the validity of your connection to Randy, you have cocooned your identity around hers. Okay, so you're kind of making him sound like a creep? He isn't. This is bullshit. Shane has been a part of me for so long. It's like when you lose a leg. You learn to walk again and eventually run. You come to depend on this prosthetic that makes you whole again. But you catch a glimpse of yourself and realize those aren't my toes. 
I hate myself for feeling this way, but it hasn't changed how I feel. As I said earlier, what you are both experiencing is textbook. Though the manifestations are somewhat unique because you are unique. I can help you. And you wouldn't even have to sync with me, at least not often. Joy. I've just sent you a cue. Hopefully it has synced already. Yes, I see it. Yeah. Near the beginning, once the government was willing to admit how bad things were going to get, the health experts of the time partnered with public media organizations that were primarily funded by their listeners. They came up with a therapy of sorts that they thought would be helpful among all the social disruption they were experiencing. Electronic text and audio files journaling their experience during the lockdowns. I remember that. You do? Yeah. I mean, I remember the adults talking to themselves on their phones and computers when we weren't FaceTiming or Zooming or whatever with our grandparents, our cousins. I don't remember that. I mean, I don't remember what they said or even if they uh, said stuff in front of us. But I remember, I don't know. The Library of Congress archived all of it. Why? It's hard to explain. You're so young. The disconnection from one another was profound. You couldn't see it, but you could hear it. And the echoes of sirens rising and fading, but persisting, increasing. It started far away, and then you knew someone who knew someone. And then you knew someone. And then you loved someone. And they had it. And you had to feel lucky even then. Millions of people lost their jobs. Those who kept them didn't know how long they'd have them. Rich and poor, the bodies piled up in coal trucks the size of shipping containers parked outside of hospitals. And worst of all, no one knew how long it would last. There was only tunnel, no light. I can't imagine. No, that's not quite right. You won't imagine. You choose not to, out of survival instinct. But you did live through it. We were all so worried when we knew enough and had seen enough to worry about you, the children. It makes sense. The way you describe it, why people don't really now. Have kids, I mean. It started before 19, but yes, that has a lot to do with the current sentiment. That and the things that came after. But the beauty of it all is that you are the living embodiment of your parents' dreams. They prayed or hoped that you would live a life luxurious enough to accommodate breakups and self-reflection something more substantive than survival. 
thriving and all the misery it can produce. Oh, this is ours. Yes. Our family's journals. Yes. My professional opinion is for you to listen to what your parents have to say about this time that you have lost. They mention you both quite a bit. You read them? They are public record. Anyone can read or listen to any of them. The early ones are mostly text, unfortunately, but later, most people, including your family, found audio to be easier, to convey more. They wanted history to remember the voice of the moment. It's publicly available? Why didn't I know about this? People my age don't like to revisit it, and the vast majority of people chose not to participate. But there is a significant community of mothers and brothers and fathers and daughters who were creative with their isolation. Your parents, lucky for us, fell into that group. Did you listen to all of them? Goodness, no. Who has the time? But I listened to enough to think that this might help you, both of you. Then why do we need you? This is going to be weighty stuff. You'll need a guide to sift through how it all affects you, how it reintegrates memories or conflicts with things you thought you knew. In exchange for this stroll into our subconscious, you want sound for the masses, like a psychotic reality gram. Despite your opinion of me, I am not cheap. I am foregoing my fee to see you through this. Yeah, and then drift all of it and make us look like emotional cripples. We're doing it. Run. We can figure something else out. We don't need her. You said that you would support me, whether we wound up together or not. You said that all you cared about was making sure that I was sure. I know you meant it. Why are you making this so hard? I'm not trying to, but I thought this was going to be therapy. This is. Regular therapy. This, this is going to hurt. It will. Yes. But it will also heal. You abide in future that your parents could only imagine. It isn't idyllic, but it's real. You live in a world made possible by their sacrifice. This is an opportunity to get to the other side of where you are now, to experience hope through the lens of the past, present, and future, to craft some meaning out of it all. It's a journey and we will take it together. Shane, there's no one else I could trust enough to do this with. Please. Okay. Okay? Yeah, whatever you need. I know the truth of us. Okay. So, what, we just start reading? I would take the day to prepare yourselves for the journey you are going to take. Then, take the night to rest, to reconnect. And then tomorrow, tomorrow, listen. And heal. Tomorrow. Tomorrow.